computer sense tells me I'm in for some trouble. Welcome back, everyone. Hello. My name is Kyle. And I am JJ. And we are two webheads, and we have we have some mics, and we're here <laughs> to talk to you once again today. Your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Woo. We're gonna we're gonna rant. We're gonna rant. We're gonna talk a little bit of crisis, mm-hmm. and then after that, we're gonna go. Like we're gonna deep dive into our favorite, and just talk about like voice actors of Spider-Man in general. Yes. Yes. Um, so that should be exciting. Um, I was gonna ask you what's your favorite, but let's hold off. <laughs> let's hold off. No, no, I'm gonna hold we'll it. I'm gonna hold it. No. Yeah, you gotta tease. You gotta slow tease. You don't just, you just don't. Just don't give it to them all at once. All at once, yeah. Um, so let's talk about that crisis. The last two episodes. Um, I'll say one word. General consensus. And that was kind of. A little disappointing. It was really like anticlimactic. <laughs> it was so anticlimactic. There was so much potential, and I think they, I think they actually did hit on at least the points they wanted to hit on. But those not the points that I wanted. I was like, who cares about those? Yeah, points? <laughs> they did what they wanted. They didn't give us anything that we wanted. They didn't give me anything that I wanted out of Crisis. Um, brought back those stupid. Demon things. Brought back the weird demons. Again. Okay. Um, I think we, we got to see Arthur yell at, and like a sky being comes out of his mouth. Yeah. Right? Or yeah. Something. So, something weird. Just... <laughs> and that defeats the monitor. I don't know. Ah, okay. Uh, but it was, it was lackluster. It was so lackluster on so many levels. Can we talk about one thing, though? Yes. The demons. Okay. Now, when everybody was fighting them, all the, uh, what are they called? Parademons? No, not the, uh, the good people. They are the totem, not the totems, but the... Uh, paragons. Paragons, that's the word. Yeah. The paragons. They were fighting them. There's one human guy, his name, uh, he's the Asian guy, I don't know his name. Right. But why was he actually able to fight them with ease? No superpowers. He was just kind of punching them, slapping them. Just punching them, and they would disappear. Like, that, what? That means anybody on Earth could have just beat these things. And then, honestly, what was his purpose? Like, did he help? No. Um, Oh, he was science-y. Was he? He he did something with with John and Nash Wells. Oh, right. They 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 put together what that thing was. They helped get him out of that... uh, they, they oh, it was the thing like to make him shrink, uh, to make him shrink continuously. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, okay, so he served a minor purpose, a minor I purpose. guess. I think they had enough geniuses to do it without him, but, you know, whatever. What? Oh, man. Uh, yeah. There was just, it was, it was weird. It seemed like it was thrown together, which it kind of was. It was. I feel, which is okay. Um, let's talk um, that... Ezra Miller uh, cameo oh, first. Um, that was really cool, actually. It was cool that he showed up, but yeah. o- overall, kind of pointless. Yeah, it was. Right? I didn't understand like the the interaction at all, or why why it happened. Apparently, they wrapped, they filmed, they completed filming for the whole thing, and then they're all like, "Ezra Miller wants to come on set," and they're all like, "We're done." 
Okay. They're like Ezra <laughs> Miller wants to come on set. <laughs> Did you hear me? <laughs> It's like, I guess we're not done, guys. I guess we're not done. Nope. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, yeah, he shows up. He's very lost. He's very clueless, which makes sense. He was kind of a lost, clueless version of The Flash. Flash. He didn't even know that he was called The Flash. Right. Yeah. Right, that's right. That was actually pretty funny. Yeah. Um, I like that they shot that scene in anamorphic. It was very wide, like a very wide screen perspective. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So it gave it that cinematic look, you know? And it was in the the Justice League version of Star Labs. Um, So it had the same same background setting as the Justice League Star Labs. So that was cool. Um, A nice touch, but overall, like... What was he there? I guess he was there to motivate uh, Flash, uh, Etherberry Allen, to like recognize that his time's limited in the time because he's supposed to. Okay, so this whole episode is—it's yes, the Flash's episode, right? Yes. So it, the whole thing is they get trapped in the Speed Force, and he has to go back to moments in time to. Make them recognize that they're not in this moment in time. That was the weirdest thing I didn't understand. I was like, first of all, when are they getting to the Speed Force? I thought they were outside of time or something. Right, Right. exactly. So how does that work? And then when he was grabbing them out of that moment, I was like, why? Why? That was just my question. It was just why. Right. I don't. I don't. I don't. It was like staying true with the the rest of Crisis. Things were just happening things certainly were just happening but what was the purpose so um they were stuck in the they were stuck in that uh the no man's land or what is it called uh, um i forgot what it's but called. it's outside of time outside and space time, right yeah. and they needed the help of um who came back uh, uh, Arrow right as the Spectre came back to help him yes uh, not the Spectre he's called something else um, was was it, oh he was the Spectre yeah, no, yeah, I'm so yeah. sorry yes you're right you're right um, it's it's Arthur as the Spectre yes. which again like in the third or second episode they went back to go get him after they killed him yes and as they're going back just uh it's just homeboy shows up and is like, yo, you're going to be the Spectre. Come with me. <laughs> yeah. And he's just all like, okay, whatever. And then it cut to this episode where, okay, he's just meditating and he has a hood now. And it's just like, your, your training is complete. Right. And you're just all like, what? <laughs> really? What happened? What's going on? What did, how did he earn this? Why did he deserve this? Dude, hours what? of meditation. Right. He trained himself. I don't get this. Um so the whole point of that was weird and then he comes back to uh that place outside of time and space mm-hmm. and he like gives barry allen the speed boost but he's just all like you don't understand the repercussions of what you're doing and this is like just just tell him and apparently he jump starts him into the speed force and the monitor like catches him mid speed force right and kind of knocks him out and that's why he has to go collect them through time and space i guess is that like 
the idea I think that's the idea is like he got knocked out of the speed force or like not him but everyone else got knocked out of the speed force so because oh, okay. he was traveling in the speed force they got knocked so out and got scattered, about. scattered through time and space so he had to collect them but the whole him just like facing like these moments in time was just so like the cliches of cliches yeah and it just ate up the episode like you were literally trying to waste time i felt like <laughs> like seriously like they just wanted to fill it up with anything and i feel like they they're trying to give this really obvious ending to um to green arrow because their last right. season so they're just trying to give a lot of closure which i get but to everybody else like me who doesn't watch green arrow at all i was just like what the hell is going on can we get on to some action or something right um and we don't for like a good like 40 <laughs> minutes i want to say we don't get anything it's true um but he does eventually go and collect everyone right he gets yeah. he gets them and then they return to this uh okay let's uh let's pause for a second and go back to the beginning which i forgot uh, we get introduced to I forget his name, but uh, the guy who eventually becomes the monitor, him and his wife oh, yeah. are kind of doing an experiment and they go back to, uh, I guess, what they think is the beginning of time and space. Right. But it actually uh, is a place that the anti-monitor is kind of waiting for someone to go to to be able to spread the antimatter. Yes. And him going back to that point created the anti-monitor and the monitor in that moment um is that okay yeah am i tracking is this right okay (laughs) you still following along people um so okay sure yeah that's fine um so then uh after barry uh barry collects everyone he go we go back to this kind of place this space and this first point in time right Right. Mm -hmm. kind of and this is where a battle takes place and boy is that not really a battle no i mean it's it's a good battle it's like a good five minute action scene sure but it's it was just fighting those parademons right yeah that's what it was right they were just fighting the parademons again which we got a lot of yes in the first three episodes Mm -hmm. i think that's the lamest thing and then uh but it was um green arrow as the specter fighting the anti-monitor? Yes. Yeah, and that's right? what happened. So, yeah, Green Arrow comes back as the Spectre fighting the anti-monitor. Which he had what, a big, a cool make my monster grow moment. Yes. Big. The anti-monitor had that moment, but I was hoping the Spectre had that as well. And Same. we had this ultimate battle, but it didn't really happen. It was just like a Harry Potter wand battle, right? <laughs> yeah. They just shot laser <laughs> so beams. True. They shot laser beams at one another. Yeah. And that was it. There was just like... This and they talked more while that was happening. Sure. You know, <laughs> um, so I mean, I should expect that. I guess that's like a mandate for everything CW. Is this like over the top melodramatic? Like I have to explain everything that's happening in the moment. I need the drama. And, yeah, um, but man, does that just not? make me want to watch this <laughs> like i get it it's owned by warner brothers so synergy but 
I feel like it's not the place for what I am looking for, but people love it. People, Some people do love it. Love it, and I am not. I'm not there. I'm not on board at all. No. It's uh, it's getting to that point. Um, I've been through. I don't know. I think this is like five or six seasons with the Flash now, mm-hmm. and I think I said it before, but. After so many seasons of this forced drama that they try and give us, I, that I guess, you know, like said, people love, like, I'm starting to, it's starting to push me away from it a little bit. Sure. Like, I've lost interest. I didn't even really, I didn't even really, really realize that the Infinite Crisis came back. Right. Until I, I saw a, lot like a lot of people were like that. A lot of people were like that. They were like, oh, it's back. Eh, right. Okay. Sure. I'll watch it. <laughs> and that's what happens when you take like a, a month off. Yeah. What a, with a terrible cliffhanger. Right. Um, I don't think that yeah if they took maybe like a week off or like two weeks it would have been fine but that right. month made me just not care anymore for the most part it gives you too much time to process what you didn't like about the other exactly. stuff exactly the whole time I was just like mm, no yeah. this, this wasn't <laughs> this isn't great this isn't good at all Um, which is unfortunate I did watch this with the the intent that this is the culmination of all these shows, mm-hmm. more or less. So, like, if I don't like this, I'm not going to like anything, right? Right. And yeah. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't, unfortunately. <laughs> they had its great moments, though. There were some key moments, which I'm going to talk about at the end of this right. talk, which I really dug, and I'm glad they kind of kept continuity with. Um, but moving on... Um, Wait, wasn't there a moment where they go back to a planet, um, like uh, that one guy with no powers, Supergirl and Lex Luthor? They go to a planet. Oh yeah, they go to a planet for something. They try to kill the monitor, or they try to stop the monitor. They're trying to. I have no idea why they're there. And this happens and... like almost. Was it... did this happen before they? Yeah, this was so. This was somewhere in the middle of the episode when they um, they had gotten rescued already by by the Flash. Okay. Yeah, but I forgot why they even went there. But they were. It was a mission to find something. They needed something. Right. To stop. Oh, it was probably like something to make that weapon that they needed to shrink the monitor, the anti monitor. Gotcha. Yeah. So uh, Lex Luthor went there with the um, gave himself like. Superpowers. Yeah, basically. he has like laser beams out of his He's like yeah. havoc now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> uh, and 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 so he went there, and they tried. Like he fought Supergirl. Yeah. She got surprised and got beaten. Yes. But he went in there to. God, I, could, I wish I could remember what they were there for. Right. Damn, he and went there for a reason too. He went there for a reason, and I can't think of it. Yeah. And that's how uneventful. Yeah. This kind of was. <laughs> um. But that was that was just the first episode because I thought the second one, even though it didn't have any action, yeah, the story was much better. I dug it, and uh, I, I definitely enjoyed that, even though it was kind of a resolution. Kind yeah, of, the whole episode was a resolution. But uh, so we get this okay battle. Mm-hmm. It was all right. Um, we get uh, the the battle versus the anti monitor and the specter with this laser beam and. Arthur, as the specter, does the whole laser beam out of his mouth thing and yes. explodes, and <laughs> that kills the anti-monitor. And I'm just like, all right, okay. that's, that's it. Thank you, mouth laser. 
Mouth laser. <laughs> yeah. Mouth laser kills <laughs> the anti-monitor. The person who destroyed all universes on this planet. Or on, on this universe. Multiverse. Yeah. Um, okay. Um, <laughs> exactly. Like, okay. Just like that's 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 what you're giving me. That's that's what you're gonna give me. And uh, I guess we're, we're gonna find out that he's not completely dead, right? In the future. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. But still, this is kind of the resolution to the epic battle that we get before the universe uh, becomes whole again. Right. And oh, this is even worse, right? Because the the reason the universe uh, uh, the multiverse was destroyed because of the anti-monitor but according to Arthur all they had to do was believe and the universe comes back oh my god right? that's what it was that's what it like, literally all they had to do was think right that was it was solved by just like, thinking about yes, it yes just think about it think about your collective paragons right and that will make the world like what so we could have done this like long ago then. Right. Exactly. They could have just done this on, on that place in time and space. Just thought right. about just it. Just thought about created it. Created back yeah, and then the universe comes back. Um ridiculous. But the, yeah. This they just kind of like think. That's it. They believe hard <laughs> enough. They just have to believe hard enough. And if they believe hard enough, then uh, your universe will come back and it works. Like literally just it just like starts that. to form and you're just like, What? It's like the Wizard of what? Oz. What? Where did you run out of your budget? Like, <laughs> like what, what point? And the, like, clearly it was the third episode because these last two were... They were garbage. Oh. <laughs> Man, because I, I had the intention that they were going to pull off, like, they were going to bring kind of everyone into, like, the final battle. Like, Same. I wanted to see Smallville. I wanted to see, like... Everyone come back for that fight. Yeah, from a, a I thought it was gonna. Yeah, I thought it was gonna be like a big. Um, Want to see the Titan show up? Exactly. I thought it was gonna be like a big end game moment. Everybody just jumping exactly. through their portals and everything. But nope. We Thank did you, not get DC that. TV. We did not. Which kind of is a little upsetting because it makes a lot of the cameos just kind of pointless. Right. They just kind of died. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Like I mean, just showing them just to show them that they're going to lose them. The weirdest one still was like Constantine from episode three or two. Yeah. Or he's just all like, I'm going to help you. Then I'm going to go back to my universe, which instantly gets destroyed. Right. Instead of just hanging, I'm just going to hang out with you because my universe is going to get destroyed. No, he goes <laughs> back and dies. Like knowing what's happening. what's about to happen. Knowing. Uh, I don't. Well, I mean, he's Constantine. Maybe he had another little deal going on where... Maybe he likes. Maybe he's into that kind of thing. Maybe I don't know. he's just like whatever. I'm yeah. cool. I'm gonna be. Like, I'm gonna go to hell. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> or something. I <laughs> I've been there. <laughs> I mean, they went to purgatory, so I'm sure he's been to hell. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, um, what else was? I was just thinking of something that was like also uneventful. Um, I can't. Uh, there was just so many moments where I was just like, why? Why? Just why? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to try to remember something there. But like I said, it was it was so like uninteresting that I don't remember much. Right, and that's frustrating. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, I wanted so much more from this. I wanted so much more from DC in general. Yeah. Um, just one big tease. That's the problem. What happened to? 
um, I forgot already. Um, did you know that also, I guess apparently Jim Lee, um, artist and chief creative officer of DC, mm-hmm. um, was the reason why Ezra Miller was able to get into the Flash. Apparently, it was oh, like really? he, like he was the middleman between the CW and Ezra Miller oh, to get that cool. to make that happen. Thank you. Also, can we talk about how I knew everything that happened on this crisis because <laughs> no one gave a fuck about spoiling at all. at all. At all. And I guess maybe they're just so fresher that they're all like, fucking, who cares if I spoil this yeah. garbage fire? Um, that or they're thinking, like, I'm pretty sure I'm the only one watching this. Right? <laughs> I, but, like, that night, I remember, because I didn't watch it till the day after. Mm-hmm. Um, just going like, okay, cool. Thanks, guys. Thanks, right. thanks everyone. Yeah, the Flash you, thing was really it. I was like, gosh, damn it. Right? <laughs> <laughs> um, that's frustrating. What do you think about that in terms of spoilers? Um, it's getting kind of crazy. Uh, surprisingly, people are good with things like Star Wars. Like, that doesn't ever get spoiled. Yeah. But, like, some things, I get spoiled all the time. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't run into uh, spoilers for myself as often. But um, I do notice the bigger things, uh, the bigger things people usually have a lot more respect for. Um, But I think nowadays it's just something that you have to expect. Like, I feel like if you don't watch something right away, like, you know, within the first week that it's out, then you're just up for spoilers. And sadly, we have to take it like that. It's kind of interesting that it's like they're kind of creating, like, it's like a cultural like milestone like you yeah we're gonna spoil it because you weren't a part of that time and space yeah. of talking about the talking about it in culture uh even things like uh endgame and uh the avengers where even the directors were like in like two weeks we're spoiling everything on twitter and so right, like right. they pretty much was like on this date is the spoil date and like they set a date so you had to see the movie before that or yeah. else like the internet was going to go crazy which is crazy which is uh which is just a an us made like a fan made ploy to up their numbers within the first couple it of years. really was they they pulled out all the marketing moves they really wanted yeah. to reach they really wanted to beat avatar yeah in yeah the box office <laughs> they did whatever they could they really did they, re- they re- released the movie we released added scenes. Did added you go back scenes. and see the added scenes? No. I think yeah. it's just like a... Uh, what was it? It was just like a, um, Stan Lee, like, kind of like... Oh, it was another little cameo from yeah. Okay. Or something like that, yeah. Nah, I didn't need that. Yeah. They used to be called deleted scenes on the DVD. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and now you're trying to get $20 out of me. Just to see it. Just to, That's dirty. Nice try, that's buddy. That's dirty Disney. <laughs> Come on now. It's not beneath them, though. This is Disney. Yeah, it's Disney. This is what happens. Um, so, yeah, they think hard, and the universe is back. Right. And... How about that? Ta-da! <laughs> I mean, World is saved. And the mo- anti-monitor is destroyed, or so we think. Mm-hmm. And the world is saved. And that's pretty much the first episode, right? Right, yeah. And you're just like, all right, well... At least there's one more episode. Maybe something happens. And this whole last final episode, it's the uh, Legends episode. The yes. last one. Yeah. Um, 
nothing really happens. It's all resolution. But it's interesting. I actually enjoyed this episode far more than yeah. the first one. Oh, yeah, was, absolutely. Which was the actual, like, <laughs> battle. Crazy. It's like you would expect that one to be, like, the resolution. Like, everything comes together, comes to an end. No. No. Um, interestingly enough, um, I watched it. I had every intention of watching it the day after it came out. Right. But after I finished the first episode, I was like, I'm not going to watch this next one tonight. Yeah. Like, I had to save it for the next day. But when I watched it, I was like, oh, damn, I wish I would have watched it, like, all together. Would've, yeah. Would have made it uh, more worth it to have seen the first one. Sure. Um, so, what happens is everyone's just kind of back on their planet, and they're just doing their thing, right? Mm-hmm. And things are kind of, like, out of place a little bit here and there. And everyone's just like, what's going on? What's going on? And then we get, uh, we get, uh, who is it? Supergirl, right? And, um, yeah. And she meets, like, a villain, and she's just like, who? Who are you? Yeah. I don't know who you are. <laughs> it's actually pretty funny. Because <laughs> uh, I watched The Flash, so right away I was like, oh, this is a Flash villain. What's right. happening right now? Yeah. Uh, and then out of nowhere, The Flash shows up, and she's, he's just like, oh, hey, sorry. She's my, one of mine. Yeah. And uh, oh, they're kind of confused. They're like, why are you here? Why are you here? Situation. And we kind of slowly find out that they're all on the same uh, earth. Yes. All of them. Um, Which I think is the best thing to come out of this whole this five series. is probably the best thing to come out of it. Which sucks because you know this is what they wanted right yeah this is exactly like secret wars they're all like we're gonna do this and we're gonna try to reconstruct everything and then we work backwards to create a story around that and you yeah. could totally tell that yeah absolutely. right absolutely. um and um it's frustrating it's frustrating <laughs> for storytelling yeah. It's, it's not good storytelling when you work backwards, for sure. Yeah, because when you think about it, it's like, man, they went the long way just to have this happen. Yeah, they really did. Um, but yeah, they're all in the same earth. And uh, what do you, what do you, this is, what do you think it's going to do for the rest of the television shows now that they're all on the same earth? Are we going to see more like cameos here and there, or are they still going to be separate for the most part? You know, I uh, for the most part, I think they will continue to be separate. Mm-hmm. Even when, um, because um, Arrow, the Legends, and the Flash, the three of them always have existed within the same universe. Right. But they actually don't cross over that often. At gotcha. All. Um, I think in the early episodes when it was just Arrow and Flash, that happened maybe a little bit more often. Mm-hmm. Um, but as time has gone on, I don't really see them together. Like, they'll mention each other now yeah. and then and give reasons why they won't cross over. Sure. <laughs> like, oh, can't we ask uh, the, the arrow? Like, oh, no, he's no. busy in Budapest doing something. I don't know. <laughs> 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 Fighting Hawkeye and Black Widow. Exactly. Um, but, um, yeah, so I don't think it's going to do that much. Although, although now thinking mm. about it, maybe we'll see more of the Flash and Supergirl crossover. Because they play around with them a lot. Like, they have had little mini crossovers here and there, and their interactions have been pretty close. So right. I can see them doing a little bit more. But as far as um, 
Black Lightning, his storyline is just so different than everybody else's. I don't see them crossing over that often. Right. Yeah. And then uh, Batwoman, I haven't, I don't know what's going on with her. So. I have no idea. But yeah. she seems like a loner like Batman, so I can't see her needing sure. to cross over often. Um, yeah, I don't see her probably interacting with too many. Um, one thing we learn is Lex, it seems like they're setting up Lex Luthor to be the president. Yeah. In this now. Um, what did you think about that? Um, I thought that was kind of interesting, especially because they literally just killed him. Right. In the previous season of Supergirl. Okay. So it's like, I guess they, they brought him back because people loved him so much. Yeah. He was a really good villain. Um, it just sucks because, in my opinion, he's a Superman villain. Yeah. And I feel like Supergirl should have her own. I'm sure she has her own set of people that she could be. Exactly. Um, um, do you know if the Superman show is going to take place in the same universe? Like, do you think Lex Luthor will be the, the same Lex Luthor? Uh, um, against uh, yeah, Tyler Hecklin, I think is his name, right? Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Especially since they brought um Scrawny Superman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Little baby Superman. <laughs> He's uh definitely yeah, I think especially since they brought them all to the same earth, I think that's what they're they're trying to set up an easier storyline. Right. To have like Lex Luthor around. Gotcha. He seems like he's going to be the main villain for them. Yeah. Um, I think doing this probably is making, probably to make their story writing a little bit easier too. Sure. Because if they all, because if they can successfully write him, like Lex Luthor as the main villain for everybody, right. that could help them out. Um, one thing that was kind of disappointing that I read was the whole, uh, there was mention to, uh, in the Flash, uh, from like the first season, like there's supposed to be a tease to, uh, to uh, I guess uh, the reverse Flash and the Flash was supposed to uh, something was supposed to like happen between them or something. Oh really? Um, and I guess uh, the new the writers didn't want to pay that off because the reason they gave was just like other writers did it and we don't want to do that. And I, that's terrible. Like, anytime a writer comes in and just kind of doesn't pay attention to anything else and does their own thing, I feel like that's that's lazy writing. Yeah. Um, I, I think I know what you're talking about. It's the... Um, yeah. I, can't, I wish I was, like, because I don't watch The Flash yeah. uh, frequently, so I don't know the exact moment. But they teased, uh, I guess, something that was supposed to happen in the it's future. A, um, it's what it is. And it's, it's actually really frustrating because right. I'm glad you mentioned it. I have forgotten... Okay. In ever since season one, it's teased that the Flash is going to disappear in a crisis. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. that's literally always the headline: Flash disappears in crisis. Gotcha. And so, like, the only thing that's changed is like throughout the series, like Iris is, Iris is the one. No, first somebody else writes it, then it changes to Iris writing it, then it changes uh-huh. to Iris writing it with her married name. Gotcha. Then the date keeps changing on there. Like it was further in the future, then it switched mm-hmm. to twenty nineteen which we got to Infinite Crisis. Right. This is the one that we just had. Yeah. And instead of the Flash dying, Green Arrow died. Like, because uh, the monitor's like, yeah, uh, the Flash is going to die and so is Supergirl. Mm. And Arrow's like, no, not them, not them. They are the good ones. They need to stay. Take oh, me instead. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. Thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's what they kept saying. Right. So, it was the biggest, like, fuck you to the fans, I think. Because it's like, how dare you tease us this since right, season one? exactly. And then it's such an easy change. Like, it's, there's no consequences to any of this. 
And actually, to go back, as I said, no consequences. Yeah. You, you reminded me when you said the uh, the specter was like there are consequences if I unlock your speed thing. Yeah, but there weren't really any consequences. No, not at all, right? Yeah, like there was nothing. Nothing bad happened. I guess there was like a ticking clock. I had to do it quick, but what does quick mean in the time force? Right. I'm like he's the Flash. Quick is nothing. Yeah. Uh, there was no, there was no real stakes. I feel um, things just kind of happened, and then <clears throat> everything turned out good. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And then we get—I don't know the name of the the bad guy, but the stuffed da- giant stuffed animal. Uh, Bebo. Bebo, yeah. Bebo, yes. He uh, was um he was the villain from an episode of a season of um Legends of Tomorrow. Gotcha. Yeah. And uh, apparently it was a distraction, but uh, if we find out that the monitor, anti-monitor is still alive. Right, yes. And we get a, another battle with the anti-monitor, and I can't, I can't say I remember exactly what happened. They punch him? Is that it? Maybe. Like, I feel like there was a moment where they had to do something, but I don't well, remember. Well, this was the one... This is where he gets big. This too. is where he gets big. Yeah, that's what it was. This one he gets big. Yeah. And this is when oh, I, I had jumped the gun earlier. So this is when they decided that the only way to stop him was to trap him in an infinite cycle of shrinking. Right. Because yes. antimatter can't be destroyed; it can only move from place to place. Yes. Um. So what they do is Ray Palmer, right. the the human paragon. Yes. And Lex Luthor, I believe. Okay. Actually, the three of them go together and. Uh, to try and create an, a little bomb to right. make them shrink. Right. And they have okay. to call the Flash to build it quickly. So, yeah. So then we get a cool little mid-air fight between the two super people, Kara and Superman. Yeah. Supergirl and Superman against Anti-Monitor in the air. Yeah. Which is kind of interesting. I think Superman takes a kind of big hit or something. Mm-hmm. I think they're constantly, like, constantly trying to show that Supergirl is stronger than Superman on this show. Um, and this was just another example because I know Superman goes down first in this fight for whatever reason. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that happens, and somehow they get it up in the air, like they get the bomb to Supergirl. Oh, uh, Adam does that. He gets up to Supergirl. Right. He says, "Throw it like a girl." Throw it like a girl. I remember that. <laughs> that <one>. amazing yeah. <laughs> line. <laughs> she throws it, and he shrinks. And that's it. So he's still alive. He's just in, in a microcosm in like a microverse. Oh yeah. Uh, funny enough, they actually mentioned that too. They say we'll trap him in an atomverse, and Wild Dog from um, Arrow says, "Oh, like a microverse." And oh, and this is. And can we say that or something? Yeah, like, it's like, yeah. It might be copyright problem. Might be a copyright problem. Yeah. Because <laughs> actually, that's exactly what I thought at first. Like, oh, like the microverse. But, yeah. yeah. Fun fact: the microverse. Uh, they changed the name. To quantum realm or quantum, quantum verse and oh, yeah. the MCU from microverse because uh, Hasbro owns the copyright for the movie rights to the term microverse. Oh, interesting. Yeah, for the micro, you yeah, know, the, the microverse cars. cars yeah, oh, micro, yeah. micro, car, yeah, micro machines or whatever. Yeah, whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> That's yeah. funny. So can't use microverse in <laughs> movies. I don't get copyright laws. So he shrinks, right? Right, right. And he's gone again for the second time. 
Hopefully for good this time. Yeah. Oh, can we go back to uh, the Spectre uh, uh, dying? He dies twice. So Arthur dies twice. Yeah. That's savage. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, <laughs> they have no regard for this man's feelings. Right. Um, that was kind of like... Though this time... Yeah. Both times, though, he knew he was going to die. Yeah. Both times he did. That sucks. You get to prepare yourself twice to kill yourself. Right, but technically he's still alive as the Spectre, right? Or I guess maybe not that body version of the oh, Spectre. Yeah, but he's out in the his spirit. But the Spectre still exists spirit. somewhere. Yeah. So uh, maybe he'll probably. I think that's just teasing that it'll probably come back eventually mm-hmm. down the line. Maybe another crossover at some point. Yeah. Um. Who knows? Um. But, uh, oh, can we talk about, uh, I don't know the characters' names from, uh, Arrow, the, uh, uh, the, one of his friend, the, the, the black man who's, he was, um, like, crying when he finds out that the, yeah, Arrow, I think his name is, I can't remember his but, name. But, uh, so, yeah. can we talk about this moment? Because it is the, this is the epitome of CW right here. Yeah. Uh, the, it was just, like, weird because there was just, like, I wish I, I could, if I was there for him, I could have saved him. And then even the white uh, uh, canary was just all like, the universe literally destroyed. There was nothing you could do. And then he was just like, no, you don't understand. If I was there, I could have helped him. I could have saved him. And it's, it's like, what? No, this is what are you talking about? She just told you she you could just not have. literally, science could not let you make that a possibility whatsoever. Uh, uh, these people just crying about nothing, and they're just crying and just like this is like I do not feel for you. You're not listening <laughs> to anyone around you. <laughs> Your emotions mean you just, nothing. Right, I was just saying, you're just an emotional <laughs> mess right now. Yeah, like, what? <laughs> um, but that is like the epitome of what I hate of CW right there. That it's just yeah. like devoid of logic. You're saying literally nothing. Like you're just talking, just but talking. it means nothing. It's just like you're you just you can. Be saying like absolutely anything and it won't matter yeah at that point um just you know get get some quippy writers think about it guys <laughs> like to just throw back your whole team and bring back a new one right i don't get it i don't get it but it seems like this is just like some like Ex- evil executive producer at CW is just like no every show on the CW must feel this way because it's not just this show it's like all these it's all, all CW, shows. CW shows now, have yeah. this for, for whatever yeah, reason yeah even like all like yeah I don't even know CW shows the super what's it Supernatural is a big one right oh yeah I think that's one of the bigger that's ones that's one of the good ones yeah um but yeah all these shows they all have to have their little teen drama right it's weird Maybe they're just trying to appeal to all audiences, just to cover bases. I guess. So like, okay, we got superheroes, but make sure there's some emotion to bring in the, the teenagers or the uh, I don't know, the emotional ones. The emotional ones. <laughs> it's just the emotional ones. We're, we'll hug them. We'll hug them with emotions. Right. Those emotional people. Um. So yeah. Um. The universe is saved. Yeah. The end. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Thank you, yeah, more or less. So we we get a resolution. They 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 destroy the anti monitor. They trap the anti monitor, um, and then we get this resolution where they're inside that warehouse that kind of simulates or is 
it's the justice hall justice society right pretty yeah. much mm-hmm. um the hall of justice that's what i was thinking of um and it's just a star labs warehouse facility right um i did like uh black lightning's line where he's just all like I guess this. I'm glad like events like this don't happen that often. Right. Like, Everyone's like, no. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> You're just, just like, oh, it's like that. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> so that was great. Um, yeah. And then we get the unveil, the 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 reveal of uh, the table, the cool ju- table. the cool table for their little justice society. They're super friends. Yeah. Closer super to super friends than Justice League, right? Um, and they have each one has their own chair, and they have an empty chair for Arrow himself. Um, so that was nice. That was a good nod. It was. Um, it was cool. I again, you think I don't think they'll pay that off until like another crossover. I imagine. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so that's just. It's like I don't expect to see it anytime soon, but right. it's nice to know that they they have it. They have it. Right. Yeah. yeah. And then. Um, interesting tease at the end we get like a monkey and we learn it's gleek Gleek. do you know gleek gleek from the okay yeah so gleek is like a weird like alien monkey alien monkey yeah and he shows up in the old hanna-barbera cartoons back in the day um so that was like he's like the pet of the wonder twins yeah the wonder twins yeah yeah um that was an interesting nod um, we just hear like monkey noises and we see cage open. Yeah. This is Gleek. And it ends with the Justice Super Friends theme song, too. Oh, really? The original Super Friends theme song. Oh, yeah. Nice. I didn't recognize Which that. Which is one. how they end the episode as they show the Hall of Justice kind of right. that ending scene. Oh, that's pretty um, cool. So that was kind of cool. Um, but um, before that, before we end our talk we also get a tease of like we get a resolution how the universes get kind of sorted out right yes yeah and this universe that we are on all the arrowverse shows is considered earth prime correct this is the main universe everything revolves around this which is weird right because they're all like oh one universe got created yeah but then jk (laughs) there's a bunch of other universes as well and we yeah i'm just like okay what? <laughs> I know when that happened, I was like, "Wait, so there's still a bunch of universes, even though all of theirs got combined into one." Right. So okay, okay, fine. Sure, we're sure. Oh, except I guess. So we get to see all the other universes. We get to see the old uh, Donner Superman. He returns. What's his name? Brandon Ralph. He's flying around. He gets his own universe. Um, we get to see Titans. We get to see Doom Patrol, which is weird because Doom Patrol and Titans kind of crossed over. Right. But they each individually got their own universe. That's what I, I saw. I was and like, I was That's just like, weird. Weird. Okay, so they're in their own universe? That doesn't make sense. That I thought they were sense. all part of one universe. Well, did Doom Patrol get canceled? Doom Patrol still going on. Oh, uh, it's still going on. Okay. It, it didn't get canceled, so you know how H, they're creating an HBO streaming service? Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, it's going to move to their... It, because H, because Warner Brothers is so confused on their, their <laughs> what their their, bus, their business model for the streaming service. So they're yeah. taking all the DC shows and putting it all into HBO, 
which makes sense. I mean, they should have done this from the beginning because, yeah. like I said, like the DC streaming service is stupid. Why don't you have every single Warner Brothers show on this? And it turns out that's what they're going to do with the HBO streaming service and put all the Warner Brothers assets on that, and they're going to bring DC stuff over. But they're still keeping the DC streaming service, so they're literally like tearing themselves apart. This is, that's so confusing. Yeah. Um, it sounds like they don't need to have a streaming service of their own. They, do, they should have just did this from the beginning. Honestly, mm-hmm. I don't get why they didn't do this from the beginning. It's so dumb. Um, <laughs> so Titans and Doom Patrol are on the same universe. We get to see a tease of the Justice Society of America, yeah. which was cool. Mm-hmm. I like to see those characters. I'm sure the show is going to be your typical CW show. Oh, of but, course. But just seeing those characters are interesting. That's cool. Uh, we get to see a tease of... Uh, so it's supposed to be a tease for the Green Lantern show coming on that HBO streaming service in two years. Oh, okay. But the footage they showed was from the Ryan Reynolds uh, Green Lantern movie. I thought so. Um, and that was weird. That threw me off. I was like, <laughs> okay, you're going to make this canon? Right. You're really going to do this? All right. They just sure. have a bunch of issues. They're like, let's just use whatever. Just use this. It's cool. There's CG. Right. Let's reuse it. Make money off of this somehow again. They're like, nobody saw the movie. They won't recognize they it. They won't recognize <laughs> it. Honestly, I didn't until I looked it up. <laughs> so they got it. Like, I saw the movie, and, and just when you said it as a gift, I recognize that now. Yep. Um,. Uh, what else did we get to see at the end? Any, any other? Um, those are the ones that stood out to me the most. Right. Um, I want to say those are the main ones. Yeah. Oh, we saw Lagoon Man. Oh, you mean uh, Swamp Man? Swamp, Swamp, Swamp Thing? Swamp Thing, yeah. yeah, we yeah. Saw Swamp, Thing. Swamp Thing, poor Swamp Thing. He got canceled. I know. And <laughs> he was on a separate Earth. Uh, He's on a separate well. Earth, too, which I... Which care. makes me wonder, like, is that an error on like the CW's part? Like, are they maybe just doing they're just stuff? not paying attention to what right. the, what what's going on in DCU? Um, but uh, yeah, those are all the universes that stood out to me too. Um, I think we got to see. Did we see Titans too at the end? Yeah, we saw like a t- yeah, yeah, we Titans. Titans. And, we kind of saw them twice. It was weird. Yeah, it was weird. Um, Again, I thought they would make a bigger appearance, but they did not. Nope. Just some clips from their show already. So, yeah, we get to... It's it's weird that they were like one universe, but then here's all the rest again. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't get it. But that is Crisis. Um, crisis. Man. That was possibly the worst crossover I've seen from them. Really? Yeah. Wow. And I I really, really enjoy their crossovers. Yeah. Like they're like the high point of yeah. why I watch these shows. But like this one and the one setting it up, the one prior, gotcha. terrible. Really? Yeah. Because like, cause like we said, it's just things happening. Things happening, yeah. But the, the best thing that, that like we got now is the one Earth thing. So I am very yes. interested to see how they're going to continue that now. Yeah, I'm excited to see that. Uh, it makes sense to consolidate everything into one universe. Mm-hmm. Um, again, it feels like this was what they wanted to begin with, and they wrote a story around this poorly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> which is frustrating. Um, it actually feels like they wrote the story around cameos. Yeah. That's right? Really what this it was, was cameo, yeah. cameo the movie. Mm hmm. That's exactly um, what it was. Yeah, there, it was just like, here's this, here's this, here's this, here's this. We're mm-hmm. done. We are done. 
Um, any moments that stood about in crisis, like overall, throughout all five episodes? Throughout all five. Uh, those first three were so long ago. <laughs> <laughs> I can't really remember. But um, actually, it was kind of good to see them all interacting. Yeah. I just love when you can see like heroes from um, different universes that you like interacting in a good way. Sure. It, it kind of gave me the same feeling as uh, Avengers, the not Endgame, but the one before that. Infinity War? Infinity War. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, I really dug John Cryer's Lex Luthor. I haven't seen Supergirl. So, uh, I, I dug it. This is the first time seeing him uh, be a Lex Luthor, and I really like yeah. his approach to it. He's a really good Lex um, Luthor. He was really good. I dug it. He's very racist. It's great. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> He's yes. so racist. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> and so, like, unashamedly racist, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, that was great. The moment with Brandon Routh, like, trying to find him as the Paragon, I thought that was mm-hmm. great. Uh, oh, every, yeah. Like, I just loved his Superman. Like, that movie, Superman Returns, was so terrible. It was such a garbage <laughs> film. But him as Superman, I thought, was, like, the perfect choice. Nice. So yeah. to actually see him, like, perform and actually do a Superman justice, not just, you know, hang out in front of, like, uh, Lois Lane's window like he did that whole movie. Yes, yeah. Oh, that was such bad. Actually, that was the only Superman movie that I've ever seen. Really? So, yeah. So, it was actually kind of good to... It was cool to see him as Superman again. Mm-hmm. And I guess that is a standout moment, actually, because finding him as the Paragon was probably the the least cameo-feeling thing that they did. Right? It felt natural. Yeah, it, it felt, felt like, natural. And it had a whole storyline happening. Yeah. Like, Superman versus Superman, that was a lot of fun to see. Exactly. Um, we got to hear, like, his backstory, how his Lois Lane died, mm-hmm. how his Perry White died. Yeah. All the, all the people at the Daily... What is it? Uh, uh, which which fake oh news? No, which fake news? Oh. <laughs> place? <laughs> One of those. Daily things. something. Daily Planet. Daily Planet. Daily Planet. Okay. Yes. Um, yeah, all those people that the Daily Planet. Um, yeah, I think, like you said, like it didn't feel like a cameo. He felt like he was a character in the story. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, I wish we had more of that. Which mm-hmm. we didn't. Not at all. Um, other moments that I could think that I really enjoyed. Um, uh, not you know, I did enjoy the, <laughs> I did enjoy the cameos, even though there was like no story around the cameos. No. It was cool. I mean, they were fun to see. It was. I think that's what you were trying to go for, so you accomplished it. Like, hey, yeah, I know that person. You got, <laughs> you got me to say that. I know him. Yep. He was on the thing that I like. I think that was actually, I think it was fun for me to see the cameos just so I could like look up what it was. Yeah. Was what, what was your favorite cameo? Uh, my favorite cameo um, actually was the the most interesting one to me was the Birds of Prey one. That was so random. It was right? random, but it was also really good to see because I'm yeah. like, oh, it takes me back to the TV show that they had. Sure. And I'm wondering if they did that just because of the the movie that's coming out. I would say probably. Probably. Because one thing they didn't do throughout this whole crisis is mention of absolutely no Wonder Woman things. Oh, yeah. Like nothing Wonder Woman. Nothing Wonder Woman. At all. So, uh, which is weird, right? You had that old uh, Wonder Woman, Lucy Lawless show back in the day. Yeah. Um, 
Wait, Lucy Lawless was not Lucy Lawless. That's Xena. (laughs) Xena Warrior Princess. Sorry. Uh, Wrong Warrior Princess. (laughs) Oh, that's funny. (laughs) Uh, But uh, from the seventies, right? The old seventies show. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Very pretty woman. I just can't think of her name right now. Um, no mention of that. No mention That's of weird. anything Wonder Woman. Which yeah, because no, well, I want to say because, because of the Justice League, but I guess because her movie's coming her, out. And like in this kind of universe, Supergirl is pretty much Wonder. They make her Wonder Woman. Yeah, almost. Yeah, I guess you could say that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, huh. I've never actually thought of Wonder Woman and Supergirl interacting, even in like comics. No, has that ever happened? Or have you seen any instances I of that? Seen that? Like I've never even happened upon that. Huh. Okay, but yeah, no Wonder Woman, um, and you know, Sky Beam out of the mouth saves the day. That's that's what I'm gonna remember from this. Yeah, that's stupid <laughs> Sky Beam. That's stupid as Sky Beam. <laughs> I thought we were over Sky Beams, man. No. Avengers, the original Avengers, is 2012, guys. Come on, why do we have to have movies with Sky Beams now? This is DC. It's DC. Ah, uh, okay. Um, well, that's all I said. If it works for Marvel, we can use it anytime and it's still gonna work. <laughs> oh, I guess. That's a, bad, <laughs> that's a bad business model. Just do what they do. Yeah. Just do what they do. Well, that's all I have to I mean, say. It's, it's working somehow, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, have, I, have, I have nothing else to say about this crisis. No. Unfortunately. I, <laughs> this was good. This was my attempt at getting into the, these shows. And you made a fair, this was a fair choice. Yeah. Like a fair try. Right? Like, this is like the culmination of everything and I just still feel... But I will say there is a crisis that I will recommend to you. Mm-hmm. And I want to I think it was somebody got married. It was somebody's wedding. Oh, it was the crisis for Barry and uh, Iris's wedding. Okay. And I actually thought that was a really good crisis. Okay. Uh, it was a very good crossover. They had like the Dominators. It was the Alien Invasion one. So I urge you to watch that one and maybe we'll, I'll rewatch it and we can talk about that. Okay. I might check that out. Then. Yeah. Maybe. We shall see. I don't blame me if you don't. <laughs> <laughs> but that does it for our crisis talk. Let's move on quickly. Yes. Um, let's talk voice actors. Spider-Man voice Spider-Man. actors. There's been a lot of them. Um, we just want to go over kind of like our favorites, kind of what we liked, what we didn't like. Um... So let's start with you. I guess let's just go with, let's just say, I'm going to say, I'm going to just take a guess. <laughs> okay. That you're going to say Christopher Daniel Barnes is your favorite. Well, of course. Okay. You can't look at <laughs> I'm just going to say that because I was going to say the same thing. I know, right. obviously, Christopher Daniel Barnes is one of my favorite. And he's played a voice actor. He was the 90s Spider-Man, the 90s that, Spider-Man. that epic he is like uh, the voice of Spider-Man. He is the voice. To me, he is the voice of Spider-Man. Yeah. Um, he's also appeared uh, throughout, uh, randomly, throughout random things. He was also Spider-Man War and Shattered Dimensions. Yeah. Um, he also, uh, he was himself again in Edge of Time. Edge of um, Time. Just regular Spider-Man. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Christopher Daniel Bonds, that voice. It's so good because it's like... It's a very adult voice, which you don't get after this. You're going to get, like, a lot of, like, 
very higher pitched kind of <laughs> like teenage kind of like voices. This guy is like you. He has a man voice. He's yeah. He's definitely yeah. an adult. He has that like, which is weird because I still think he's like only like nineteen or something. He's not, yeah. He's in college. Yeah. So like yeah, he should be nineteen or twenty. Still sounding like he's like thirty five or something. Yeah, but, but I, it's such it a works. unique voice, and it, it works so well for his character. Yeah, um, and I still think he was able to, uh, even though he does sound old. At when it mattered, I think when he was like in stress or like distress, he was able to pull out the youthful, youthful angst sure. a little bit. Sure, absolutely. Um, any other uh what else has he played besides uh are there any um, other spider-man besides the no, 90s um, and oh i Christopher christopher yeah christopher daniel barnes uh no i think you just you mentioned it. i was i was checking it out earlier it was just spider-man noir and the uh edge of time amazing spider-man edge of time amazing. Um, gotcha. yeah i know he's done a few cameos on tv shows but um Outside of that voice acting, I think that was pretty much it. Okay. As far as Spider Man goes. Sure. And like granted he hasn't done it in a while, but that's just the voice that you will always remember. Oh yeah. Um I think he's actually done some cameos. Um I say he didn't, but he did some cameos on what did it say? Spectacular Spider Man or Ultimate Spider Man? Um oh, as okay. villains, yeah. Gotcha. I think I saw Electro on there and maybe he was uh Spider Knight, maybe when they did the uh the web warriors so yeah so he's he's still doing it a little bit i guess okay i hope to i would love to hear him like do something else i wish we would have gotten him actually in um spider-verse into the right that'd be awesome if we get that crossover man wouldn't that be awesome if we get a a spider-verse crossover that's actually like a sony spider-verse crossover you get like toby Maguire. You get Andrew Garfield, you get Tom Holland, you get some of these (laughs) animated ones on top of that. That would be so awesome. Right? Uh, Uh, I I would love to fund that with the millions that I don't have. Right? If only. (laughs) If only. only. Uh, Who else uh, do you have down? um, Sorry, I cut you off. No, no worries. Uh, So, of course, Christopher Daniel Barnes is one of my favorites but another favorite that i liked um was uh i gotta mention i just gotta put a nod to Dan- paul souls the original 60s yeah. voice actor nice. from that, that old old timey the old 60s one with all the memes i yeah. love it's so cheesy it's so like it's just everything from that time classic. period. It just has that certain voice. I yeah. feel, and this is no different. Right. You talk about a you talk about a, an adult sounding Spider Man. Like that is an adult sounding <laughs> Spider Man. So like right the there. Adult yeah. Um. Other than that, I didn't really like the. Uh, no, that's not true. I really enjoyed the show at the time. Looking back, and that's more of a, in mm. retrospect. It's yeah. I'm not like the uh, new animated spider-man neil patrick harris i was really a big fan of that when it first came out like mm-hmm. it was my jam back in the day looking back it was it's okay it's more like it's P- peter parker okay. the story yeah more so than spider-man i mean, I actually enjoyed it um actually i have him down there as well neil patrick harris yeah um, because it really was i think especially coming off the first spider-man mm-hmm. film it was a really good um it was a really good continuation from the movie, even though it didn't connect to the rest of the films at all. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, he totally embodied it. Um, but I like the show. I the, What I didn't like about the show was 
too much original storylining. Mm. Uh, too much added characters like that indie girl. Oh yeah, I that was that. Weird. Yeah, a lot of uh, tangents. Yeah, a lot of, lot of uh, taking liberties with the story and the canon for sure. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, but I thought he did a great job of portraying Spider-Man. Yeah, that was great. Um, I enjoyed that, and he also played uh, Ultimate Spider-Man in the Shadow Dimensions as well. Yeah, he absolutely did. Um, which is cool. I like that game just because it brings back a lot of old voice actors. Yeah, the game, which me too. Cool. Actually, as I was writing this list, I was thinking like, man, I really need to replay that game. Like, it was good. Edge of Time and this one were both It was really good. good. I dug I dug, I dug. dug Shattered Dimensions. So it was yeah. kind of a... It's like, a, I wish there was more to it. It felt kind of like... I think there was only like eight levels or nine yeah, levels or something like that. Levels. And you're just like, oh, okay. That's it? Yeah, <laughs> the ending was very not satisfactory. Yeah, um, story was great though, but I just wanted more out of it. Uh, mm-hmm. as, very a, as a game, story feel yeah, too. yeah, yeah. Um, even had Deadpool. Deadpool shows up. Yeah, the yeah, it was awesome. Um, yeah, the game was awesome. <laughs> yeah, well, the game was awesome. Um, any other uh, Spider-Man um, voice actors stick out to you? Yes. While you... we are on the talk of Spider-Man video games, yes, I will give a quick nod to Sean Marquette. Yes. Who, um, who voiced uh, Ultimate Spider-Man Ultimate in Spider-Man. the video game that was connected to the comic books. Yeah. Um, though it was canon, not canon, the game itself. Because it connected from a storyline within the comic books, but it never connected to the rest of the stories. I think it's canon. It's canon. I want to say it is, yeah. It was a really good game. I actually find myself playing that one like over and over. Really? Yeah, I played it at least three or four times. Okay. Um, because it was one of the... To me, it's like, especially swinging through that world, it was one of the better Spider-Man mm-hmm. games. But um, yeah, Sean Marquette did such a great job of being that Spider-Man. Um, especially because at the time I was reading, which I'm continuing to read now, but I was starting to read the Ultimate Comic Book series. So when I played the game, I was like, you know, this voice is perfect for what is this Peter Parker on the page. Right. Um, but since the game, he hasn't done any other Spider-Man work. Um I read that he is in the Goldbergs. I don't watch okay. that. Yeah. Um, and he also did the voice of Pence in Kingdom Hearts 2. Ah, okay. Yeah. Interesting. Um, Interesting. But also, while we're on the topic of video games, um, Shattered Dimensions yes. also features one of my uh, second favorite Spider-Man voice actors, who is Josh, Josh Keaton. I think he is a fantabulous uh, Spider-Man voice actor. He really embodies spectacular Spider-Man. Yeah, too. spectacular Spider-Man. And I, man, and I love that series. I thought that was after um, the '90s series. I thought yeah. Spectacular Spider-Man was, was good. the second best. I was so sad when it ended on a cliffhanger, uh, no doubt, of mm-hmm. just finding out um, the Green Goblin was, I think, Harry Osborn in this in this reality. Ah, what a tease! Yeah, it was such a. It was so sad, and then to find out that it was canceled, I was really, I was heartbroken. Um, so I watched the series two more times. <laughs> but yeah, no, he's a great voice actor, and um, he's actually done a lot um, that I didn't even realize was him. Like, um, I don't know if you remember the '90s series Young Hercules. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I do. I do. He was Young Hercules. Yeah. He also was Jack Darby in Transformers Prime, which was pretty good. Um, Transformers series. It was a pretty dark series, to okay. be honest. Um, and he also is in uh, Play Shiro and Voltron. I don't watch nice. it, but okay. that's a thing. Sure. 
So yeah, Josh Keaton, I think he uh, he does a good job of of being the the teenage Spider Man without gotcha. coming off too whiny. Um, to me, I think he's uh, like spot on as a teenage Spider Man. Because gotcha. like, and like you said, like after uh, Christopher um, Daniel Barnes, you know, you get the teenage actors, and I think he does the best job of being teenage Spider Man. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know who doesn't? I actually didn't even write his name down. Uh, the voice actor who does the uh, the current Spider-Man, the Disney uh, um, Disney's Drake Bell. Drake Bell, yes, he is. That whole show is just kind of like I am forcing my way through that show right now. Spam, just like I mean, it's not bad. It's not good though. It's, it's not just like good. It's just middle of the road. Oh, God. Just middle of the road. Like they tried the bare minimum to produce. I don't. It's this is this is like the first time where I'm like, oh, this is not a good idea that Disney has this. <laughs> so bad. Disney just made it so vanilla, so vanilla, and I don't want to see that on my Marvel uh, cartoons. No, at all. I, I'm watching the show now. I made it through season one. Okay. I season two actually was way better than season one, but yeah. I had to stop because it's just so blah. Yeah. And I'm skipping to season three just so I can watch season four for the Web Warriors. Yes. But it's really tough. It's not a good show. It's and not. Drake Bell is, uh, he's too over the top and ingenuine in his voice, in my opinion, is if that makes sense. Like, like he's, uh, he's like, trying too hard to be gotcha. the teenage voice instead of just being the voice. Um, yeah. Yeah, I feel that. He's definitely, he's putting on like almost like a, a voice of someone even though the character itself Peter Parker is like ultimately like this nice guy like the version of the voice I hear is like this pretentious person yeah speaking like he knows better almost like or like a like you said like a a a, a guy trying to be a kid almost you know or not the opposite like a kid trying to be a man right yeah right and yeah I can totally see what you're saying coming off very pretentious because he does yeah like even his little sidebars and his things mm-hmm. on the side are always like you know because I'm Spider-Man that, yeah yeah <laughs> that's the the pompous like cockiness that I'm just like okay uh, calm down yeah it's not it's not a good version of Spider-Man at all it's weird I don't get it I mean I get it it's Disney's touch yeah um, yeah and when I found out that that was that's what uh, that's what replaced Spectacular Spider-Man yeah. I was so mad yeah a lot it's of people were it's such a poor replacement a lot of people were and it's the same for the uh, Avengers Assemble too it's just yeah middle of the road show and just nothing happening really and I, I read that uh, originally Josh Keaton did the voice on that one yeah but they had Drake Bell like re redo it really yeah Oh, that, I, I mean, it makes sense because but... it because uh, it crosses over with that version. But oh, okay, that sucks. Yeah, it's, um, uh, it's really disappointing. Yeah, Drake Bell. But uh, I'm actually glad you said that. I thought I was the only person who was just not feeling that show. No, I I do not enjoy that show. I watch it though. That's the crazy thing. <laughs> <laughs> I watch the whole thing. I'm like up to like the newest episode. Oh my god. Oh. It's not good. It's not good. They because they cover great storylines in the comic. That's the thing. And I'm just like, they oh, do. they're gonna do this. I gotta watch this. And I'm just like, ah, oh, I was like, 
I was like watching Crisis. <laughs> it's like I'm watching Crisis all over again. Right. Uh, it's just so, uh, like you said, lackluster. <laughs> Spider-Man <laughs> is the crisis. Um, spider <laughs> yeah. Dude, yeah. <laughs> yep, yep, that's exactly what it is. Oh, that's funny. The biggest issue with that show is, and now we just turn into an Ultimate Spider-Man hate fest. Sure. <laughs> but the biggest issue is that like they'll have like some really great like like you said comic book storylines, mm-hmm. but in between them, it's a bunch of nothing happening, nonsense, non-connected uh, episodes of just stupid stuff. Exactly. Learning life lessons because they're teenagers, and I feel like they don't have enough uh, Mary Jane in that show. So. Do they have any Mary Jane in that show? No, barely. Like, I was gonna say, like, ah, they mention her like maybe once every season. This is this is a this is a very asexual Peter Parker in the show. He is not interested in (laughs) any women whatsoever in the show. Like, that is not a side story whatsoever. Oh, nope. It's all Uh, about saving the world, and that's it. That's that's about it. Yep. Sometimes, (laughs) sometimes he needs money. That's um. That's what (laughs) Disney wants. Like, no sex. It's weird. No love, no, no nothing. No love, no nothing. Um, that's so weird. You guys, you got like Disney on their animated shows going no sex for Peter Parker. And mm-hmm. then you got the <laughs> comics where there's still an editorial mandate where Peter Parker and Mary Jane can't get together. Uh, Peter Parker can't win. There's a mandate against that? Yeah, ever since the, uh, what is it, uh, the uh, the episode, or not the the issue where uh, the Peter Parker saves Mary, uh, saves uh, uh, May, mm-hmm. M.A., uh, from death by signing uh, an agreement with Mephisto to save oh. her, but in order to do that, he had to, like, erase his marriage with Mary Jane. Oh, yeah, I remember that. And ever since then, they don't really... They can't get together, apparently. So um, yeah, it's really, really dumb. That's dumb. So no love for Peter Parker ever. Poor guy. I mean, I feel like as much as we love Spider Man, like man, Spider Man has been cursed to like yeah. have some pretty bad storylines. <laughs> um, I think uh, I think that's the appeal to Spider Man is uh, <laughs> as that appeals. You know, it's kind of like people's lives. Like a lot yeah. of people are just cursed to not have a great storyline. It's true. <laughs> I guess not, so, man. That's why you can relate. The only thing missing right. is a mask for us and spider powers. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's unfortunate. Um, but you got to root for the underdog. I mean, yeah, that's what people do with their sports teams, right? They're, or Jets fans, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah. One day, Spider-Man will have his comeuppance. An epic storyline. I hope. Hopefully. I want to see Spider-Man be like the hero amongst the whole Marvel Universe one time. Just once. In at least one storyline. Right? Just one. Even if it's a what if, you know? Even if it's a what if, that'd be great. But no, they're probably going to keep him friendly neighborhood Spider-Man his whole life. Oh yeah, always. Um, which is, I guess, the appeal of Spider-Man in general, right? Um... Any other voice actors that you want to mention, that you like, uh, want to give a shout out to, that you hate, and want to tell him, <laughs> tell him how bad he is with his voice, and that he should gargle with lava or something? I don't know. Maybe, <laughs> Do you know that Drake Bell was actually on the top of that list? 
<laughs> I didn't write him down for that. I was like, I, I really hate Drake Bell. That's funny. <laughs> I can't tell, and I really can't tell if it's because the show is bad or right. if Drake Bell just sucks. But I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Do you know? Do you have any of his other credits written down by any chance? I didn't get any of his credits. Yeah, I don't know what else he works on is either. So I can't really speak for his acting talents, but I can for the show. And yeah, um, I don't like it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I definitely, I definitely don't like it. Um, but I also have here um, uh, Jake Johnson Jake and Johnson. Shemek Moore. Um, okay. I think they both did a really great job for their Spider-Man in Into the Spider-Verse. Yes. Uh, Jake Johnson really nailed it for older Spider-Man yes. who was over life sure. and all, had all the bad things happen to him. Um, and Shemek Moore nailed it as uh, a young Miles Morales and yeah. Spider-Man who was, you know, just getting his stuff sure. together. Sure. Um. Oh yeah, I also worked with uh, I forgot his name, Najit. Uh, I think is his name, who plays Miles in the video game. Oh. Who, when I was working back in the day as a production designer on film, he was a nobody, and he was just all like, "I'm gonna be in Grown Ups as Chris Rock's dad in like a couple months." I'm like, "Right on!" Oh wow! And he got he blew up since then. Wow, nice. Yeah. Okay. Um. So hey, there you go. That's pretty cool. Um. Yeah. Um, what's his name? Jake Johnson, too. He's like the old Brooklyn, like, Jewish guy. He was in, like, he was the kid in, like, the Santa Claus back in the day, I think. Remember the, like, the, like, kid that, like, you ever see that movie? Santa Claus. That's yes. the Tim Allen one where he becomes Santa Claus, and then there's, like, an elf that teaches wait, wait, wait. him. Was he the elf? He's the elf. The one that teaches. That's Jake Johnson? I think that's Jake Johnson, yeah. What? I could totally I see that. I want to see, but he's Santa young. Was, he's super yeah. young. He's, like, a kid, right? Wow. Uh, I, I think no he was idea. also the kid in, uh, Adam's Family Values, the second one when they're in the, uh, when they go to the, the, uh, the camp, cabin, the camp yeah. and the kid that likes uh, Wednesday, oh, I can't really the dorky remember. kid that likes Wednesday, okay. I think that's also Jake Johnson wow, as a nice. kid too. I had no idea. Um, I could be wrong, but I think, I'm pretty sure I looked this up and it's we'll the same kid. Later, yeah. um, <laughs> we will fact check and then never tell you. <laughs> Just keep it to ourselves. Um, yes, I really enjoyed Jake Johnson. Um, didn't what was the the original the Spider Man who died in Into the Spider Verse? It's Chris Pine. Yeah. Right? Um, did you know that was Chris Pine going into it? Uh, I did. Yeah. Okay. Uh, just because of the credits, or did I know that was Chris Pine? No, I didn't know that was Chris. Pine. Okay. Yeah. Um, I thought that was okay. They were pretty similar to Jake Johnson, so I didn't really it notice was. too much of a difference. Yeah, to be it wasn't honest. that big of a difference. Uh, I don't. I didn't really care for it. Like when I when I saw it the second time, I was like, sure. eh, Chris Pine. He was just like a. I mean, I think he was very much the Spider Man that um, that they wanted him to be. He just sounded very vanilla, like white bread, like you know, sure. all American Spider Man. Yeah. So I think it worked for the character, but I wasn't a big fan. Gotcha. Um, yeah, Spider Verse had some great voices, um, and Spider Man, Spider Man. Yes. Throughout the time has had many great voice actors, and I hope we get a lot more in the future. I got um, one more yes. just honorable mention, uh, just because he's not necessarily yes, he's not Spider Man, but um, just a shout out to Hank uh, Hank Azaria. He was the voice of Venom. Was um, he? 
Venom from the 90s Spider-Man. Series. That was Hank Azaria? Yes. So Hank Azaria is known for being a big Simpsons voice actor. Oh, really? Yeah, he's in like, he does like half the voices in Simpsons. Ah, I did not know uh, that. That is interesting. Okay, yeah, Hank so Azaria did, did Eddie Brock and Venom there. That is, I did not know that. And to me, that's the that's the iconic Venom voice for me. Yes. So uh, Is that the like deep, like Eddie, like almost like what they tried to replicate in the movie? They did a pretty good uh, yeah. job replicating it. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. He's also from, um, I don't know if you're a fan of Friends, but yes. he was on Friends. He was Phoebe's boyfriend, He's David, Friends. who moved to uh, the, some country, Liberia. Yes, like he that. played Gilgamesh and Smurfs as well. Oh, yeah, okay. Um, he was in that terrible 90s Godzilla movie as like, one of the cameramen. <laughs> that was weird. Uh, he acted more in the 90s. He doesn't act as much anymore. He does mainly voices. But, nice. yes, Hank Azaria. Ah, I did not know that was Hank Azaria's Venom. Yeah. Um, good honorable mention um for sure um any last thoughts on voice actors who voiced spider-man come back to us christopher daniel barnes come back (laughs) christopher daniel barnes i want to see you show up in into the spider-verse 2 yes please please. show up as one of the spider-men that'd be awesome right what do you think uh if you were just a quick question on the way out like which spider-man would he show up as Ah, come ooh, okay. Um Personally I think uh I'm thinking if anything he would come back as Ben Riley. I was gonna say Scarlet. Yeah. Scarlet Spider Man. Yeah, yeah, so that would have been perfect. Scarlet Spider Man would be cool. Um who else could he play? Ben Riley could play or not Ben Riley, but uh um I could maybe as a um as a uh if they bring like Iron Spider or something like that. Oh yeah, remember, he could do that. Yeah, that yeah, for sure. That would be great. Iron Spider would be great. Um, I'm trying to think of anything else. Honestly, like Ben Riley is the only thing that sticks out to me. Yeah, Ben Riley or Kane, any of either of the Scarlet Spiders. Yeah, honestly, yeah, any of the clones. I think that'd be great. Let's see. Let's make it happen, Sony. I want to yeah, see this. Please, you listen to us, Sony. Come give on, us, give us this. <laughs> if there's anything that you could do for us, this is one thing. Please. Anyway, <laughs> yes, please. We're waiting. We'll wait. We'll wait. We'll just wait right now <laughs> for your response. <laughs> uh, but yes, Spider-Man voice actors. We talked a little bit about them. We talked about the disappointment that is crisis any uh, final thoughts for this week anything on your mind anything that you want to tell the audience this week um i'm sad that i miss anime impulse oh yes um let's, let's talk cons there's two cons this, <laughs> no there's just one con this week anime impulse which anime we both missed happened. yeah we said we would get we would try to go and we both, oh, yeah we should have talked about it and we did not we make did not it. we did not make it uh it's it's pretty far out there yeah. So uh, it was. A, it seemed like it was fun, though. Lovely. Yeah, I saw a lot of people having fun. Um, I saw Ishin and made some cool videos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm excited. I'm excited to see the content that was made from the con. Um, but unfortunately, you did not see us there. But you will find us at WonderCon in Woo! April. Yes. April was it 10th to 12th? Official. Yes. Uh, 10th Something to 12th like that. April. Yes, we have tickets. Yes. Um, thank you. Thank you. Yes. Uh, anytime. Yes, we have some professional badges coming our way, but hopefully you guys will... How messed up is it that, like, it's, like, 
a couple months, like less than like a month and a half away, right? And they yeah. haven't, they no tickets like, or no ticket nothing. Sales, yeah. And like people want to get like hotels and like, I mean, people have got hotels, right, but they, yeah. they might not get tickets. That's the so thing. crazy. Yeah. Like everybody keeps asking like, are they on sale and they're on sale? But right? God, when are they going to... Like, exactly. they're not going to really do any, like, pre-sale tickets, maybe? I don't know. Yes, I don't know. It's weird. They're cutting it really close. Um, yeah, they they, they do this a lot with WonderCon, but this is the closest I've seen it. Yeah. Because um, yeah. we're almost in February now. We're so. almost in February, so we'll see. Um, nonetheless, you will catch us at WonderCon for our next con. Yes. But that'll do it this week. I'm Kyle. I'm, I'm JJ. Where are you on the socials? Uh, on Instagram, I am J-A-Y-J period the period webhead. You heard it. I am Kyle V. I am Kyle V on Instagram. You can find me at valenswilla.photo. I am also the one true Kyle on Twitter. And follow us uh, on Two Webheads and a Mic Instagram as well. Yes, Leave please. us messages. DM us questions that you have about Spider-Man. We'll try to answer them. If we, if you're on Anchor, leave us a voice message. You can leave us a voice message, and we will try to play it and answer it poorly on yes, this absolutely. podcast. Absolutely, love to hear from you guys. But <laughs> that will do it this week. We are going to flip on out of here, folks. Catch you next week. See you later.